Welcome back to another episode of the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric, and I hate to break it to you, but the stock market does not like you. And in this episode, I'm going to tell you why <laughs> for most of you. Now, 2022 has been a tough market. We're in a bear market. We haven't seen this sort of uh, extended downturn in whatever 13, 14 years since the GFC. And it's going to seem like the market just doesn't like you. You know, it's very volatile. You might see a trend start to form. You jump on the trend and then it reverses in your face. This is happening on various time frames as well as intraday. And the fact of the matter is, though, that the stock market actually just doesn't like anybody. Uh, you can't take it personally. It has nothing to do with you. But this is really a, a difficult thing for a lot of people. And that's what I want to talk about today. So in this episode, I'm going to help explain why many struggle more in trade than others. And the people who struggle the most are actually very smart and successful people in their other careers. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably newer to trading or you still have a day job and you're trading part-time, that type of thing. And you could be really good at your industry. In fact, let's kind of just start with that. Even to get into trading, you have to have some kind of money saved up. You got to be able to open account. You have to do some analysis and choose what you're going to trade. And if you're talking about options, it's even more difficult. There's more education that you that is needed. Uh, so for you to even get to this point of placing an option trade probably means that you are pretty smart because you have the the courage or the the gall to take one of these trades, right? Knowing that there's le they're leveraged and everything. So you're very smart. You're probably successful because to have uh, disposable income or extra money to trade, or maybe you're even in retirement and you've saved up a lot of money and now you want to, to manage some of your money for your own income and everything. Uh, you have to be smart and successful in order to even get to this point. And if we step back e even further, I want you to be really honest with yourself about why are you successful in your career? What has gotten you to the point to where you have this extra money? Or again, if you're in retirement and you saved up a bunch, great. But why were you successful in your day job? And maybe you're not successful and maybe this doesn't apply to you. But I think for a lot of people, I think this is uh, really important. I really want you to think about this. So many of you are probably going to attribute your success to being smart Maybe you're being organized or you're very motivated. Maybe you take opportunities when they come. But there's another trait that I think most people underestimate in the success of their career and that you're not giving this enough credit to. And for the lack of a better term, I'm going to call this trait people skills. Quick backstory. I was in IT for over 15 years. I had both technical skills and eventually I got better at people skills because I was younger and you know, you're kind of immature, but whatever. You you grow up and you eventually learn in the corporate world, at least, that people skills are a big part of the job. You can't just be a technical nerd and move up in your career because no one's going to want to work with you if you don't have the skills to listen, uh, work in a team, trust, relationships, all those things. So I was able to have technical skills as well as people skills. And this allowed me to work with both types of people as well as many executives in the company that I worked for. Now you may be thinking people's, you know, people skills or dealing with people is probably a pain in the butt. And it is, I totally get it. And when I, when I first quit my job and, and started trading full time, one of the things I loved about it is, and I still do to the day, to this day is I don't have to really deal with anybody in particular. I don't have to deal with HR or a certain manager or 
or whatever. Not that this was horrible, but you know, you ultimately have to have some accountability to other people, which requires you to act a certain way. And if you're really good with those people skills, you can, for the lack of a better term, get people on your side, manipulate. And, you know, I'm not using that word in the sense of, you know, trying to trick somebody, but you're able to work together and get a desired outcome. And a big component of that success is the act of, you know, being able to work with people. So the reason I bring this up is because many of you listening are probably successful and there's at least some component of people skills that have made you successful and maybe made you a lot of money in whatever, uh, you know, whatever career that you're in or maybe you, you were in before you retired. You were able to work with people, listen to what they have to say. You make them feel valid. You're able to convince people of things. You establish that trust. And all of these are good things, of course. And I'm not knocking people skills by any means. And it's something you should really strive for if you want to move up in your career. Just have good relationships over time. But here's the problem and here's how this hurts you. When it comes to trading, pretty much all these people skills go out the window. And let's let's just go through kind of an example. And I know I've talked about lawyers before and I don't have anything against lawyers, but if you're a lawyer, a big part of your job is to convince other people what to think about a certain situation. And you're not gonna be rewarded for this. If you're really good at that, you're not gonna be rewarded for that in the stock market. It doesn't mean lawyers aren't smart or whatever. It just means there's, you know, they're obviously very smart and successful, most of them. But it just means that there's a big component of that particular job that isn't going to come over to the trading world. So if you're a lawyer and now you're trying to trade and things aren't going the way that you think they're going or that you, the way you want them to go, there's really no verbal action you can take. I mean, cursing at the screen or yelling or whatever, it doesn't work. Trust me, we've all tried it. So there isn't anything you can do from your people skill repertoire to change the outcome of a trade or what the market's doing or really change anything with the stock market. Another example is if you're in sales, a big part of your success in sales have to do with relationship relationships and trust. I know again, when I was in IT, I worked with a lot of salespeople where I was the client and I wanted to work with people that I could connect with that you know were funny or were interesting or you know it wasn't just some transactional type thing for long-term relationships and sales and again the stock market isn't going to reward you for this skill now a lot of the salespeople i worked with were very smart they were very organized they knew about the nuances of uh infrastructure and you know microsoft uh Active Directory and all these things, you know, they, they were very knowledgeable, but they also had the people skills that you want to work with them. And again, the stock market is going to make you feel like it doesn't like you and that it's not going to work with you. And I don't want you to use that a reason as a reason to quit. So we're going to talk about a couple things to kind of get you in the mode of, of working with the market as opposed to working against the market, which some of you might find yourself in in 2022. So there's a couple of key concepts I want to go over that came from a book. It's called Deep Work. It's by Cal Newport. It's a great book. It's mostly about achieving more by using focus, but I'm not going to go into details about it. But the biggest takeaway for me from this book, besides that idea about focusing can allow you to become an expert or, or advance whatever skill you're trying to advance, the biggest takeaway for me were the three types of people that he mentioned in the book are going to who are going to be successful in this new age of advanced technology. So there's 
three main types of people. And I think all of these apply to traders. And let's just go through them real quick. So first, the people that are going to be the most successful, one, one group of people, are the people who can manage complex machines. So this could include databases, Excel documents, IT infrastructure like Active Directory or Azure, AWS, those type of things, mechanical systems uh, such as automobile mechanics, plane mechanics, as well as uh, electrical engineering, that type of stuff. Engineering design software, even if you're on a computer and you're managing a complex piece of software like Adobe or something like that, that could be considered a machine. Things like oil rigs, managing robots at a factory. Anyone who's going to be able to manage complex machines is going to have a better chance of having a good life and wealth and creating wealth and saving and having a good job because these are a little bit more advanced and you're able to be more productive when you're managing a machine. Now, this includes trading. When you're a trader, you're managing a piece of software that could be multiple pieces of software. First, you have your brokerage account. You might have analysis software, your charting software. Sometimes these are combined. I know for me, there's a few pieces of software or websites that I have up when I'm trading to kind of help me stay on the right side of the market. So being able to manage a complex machine means you're gonna have a, a good career. The second are experts in their field. And these could be like athletes like LeBron James, Serena Williams, maybe a lawyer where you're an expert at a certain type of law, or maybe you're in sales, you're an expert at sales and relationships and those type of things. Experts are obviously going to do well because they're experts and those people are going to be sought out, are going to be able to command a higher salary. So being an expert in any field really is going to get you farther. And the, the third type of person that was mentioned in the Deep Work book are the owners and the investors. So I want you to think about VC investors. They spend their time backing the latest technologies. They don't have to invent the technology, but they have the capital to take advantage of new technologies and piggyback on that growth. They can, you know, if they got in on Uber before they went public, they made a bunch of money. You know, they're able to take advantage of those uh, those technologies by investing. Um, the other people are owners. If you own a business, um, you, you can do really, really well with owning a business. Now, Warren Buffett comes to mind when we talk about this stuff because he's been able to invest in businesses. That's kind of his thing, long-term businesses. And he gets to participate in their financial success over time. Now, as traders, whatever level you are at, we should really be aspiring to combine these three things. We're gonna be managing a complex machine, which is our, again, our brokerage platform and maybe an analysis software. Um, we have to become experts, especially at execution, risk management. There's a lot of expertise and execution that, has, that is involved. And ultimately, we are trading and investing. We are taking money and we're trying to get our money to work for us. And whether that's in real estate or stocks or whatever, that's the other component. Now, let's bring it back to the point of the episode, which is to get the stock market to like you. But we need to remove some of those people skills or at least be self-aware that people skills are not going to apply in trading, even those those skills applied in your day job to get you that money that you can even, uh, even invest it with in the first place. And the three most successful people in the future are going to be the ones who, A, have money to invest. So you're already there if you're listening to this. And you need to be an expert in your analysis and your complex machine or your brokerage account or software that you're using. Now, even if you get to the point where you're applying all these concepts, where you're executing the trades properly, you've done the research, 
let me tell you, you're still going to have losing trades. This is just how it works, which is where the risk management comes in. But when things go wrong, you're not going to be able to manipulate it. And this is where people get into, well, if I do this, maybe I can save the trade. Maybe I'll roll or adjust. Maybe I'll add to the loser. Maybe I'll take profits quickly. You know, the, all the, the pitfalls that you've heard about, in my opinion, come about because there's something you think you can do, which stems from you manipulating a situation and you cannot manipulate the stock market. So you need to have that plan in place and become an expert in your execution. And you need to realize that when you have all your, let's say you have a trading system that you're following and you do everything right, you can still have the losing trade because you already know that no trading system has a hundred percent win rate. Every system has a certain type of win rate. Typically you're probably going to be somewhere in the 50 to 70% uh, most of the time, which means you're going to have a decent number of losers and that's okay. That doesn't mean you made a mistake. That doesn't mean you did anything wrong. It just means that that particular trade, that's where the loser came, right? There's a distribution of wins and losses for every system. And you just have to understand that those are going to come. So the takeaway here is you need to become self-aware and just understand that some or much of your success in your day job or career came from people skills. And those aren't going to simply transfer over. And you really need to have the humility to know this about yourself and that this is the case. And you need to become focused on becoming an expert in your field. For me, this looks like SPX. I've just con continued to focus on SPX because it has the most options expiration. And even picking at one particular stock isn't enough. You might need to uh, become an expert in covered calls. Uh, maybe you're a dividend guy, maybe you're trading financials or biotechs or whatever, but you really need to narrow down that specifically and also consider the time frame. Are you watching daily charts? Are you going to be a day trader? Or are you going to be a swing trader? All those things go into becoming an expert of managing a complex machine. You also need to know what you're going to trade, when you're going to trade and how you're going to trade it and also know when not to trade. So ask yourself this, what stock are you going to be an expert in or index? What strategy are you going to become an expert in? And don't say options. Options is there's no expert options trader. There's expert day traders. There's expert covered call traders, the wheel strategy. You need to get more specific. Maybe you're going to trade butterflies, become the expert in butterflies. If you like it and you understand it, it's not enough to say, I want to trade options on various stocks and in, in ETFs and just, you know, go back and forth between various strategies. You're not going to do well that way. And again, I'll just say this again, a time frame is extremely important. You need to trade on a consistent time frame. And maybe you're looking at daily charts and executing on hourly charts, or maybe you're looking at 30 minute charts and executing on five minute charts, whatever. You need to pick a stock, a strategy, a time frame, become an expert, and then expand to become an expert in another stock or another strategy. So if you want the stock market to like you, decide what kind of trader you want to be. Try to become an expert in that. And I think you're going to see a major improvement. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode.